We want to welcome you today to the Blessing from the Valley podcast with your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. Join Pastor Brandon as he takes a new look at the old book, the Bible. Well, I want to thank you for joining us today here for the Blessing from the Valley podcast. And this is your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. And we hope you're having a wonderful day today. And we are delighted that you have uh, joined us for this podcast. We've been looking uh, at the subject of just healthy church relationships, keeping, uh, maintaining uh, the vital relationships that we have within our church family. And we're looking in the book of Acts. Acts chapter 2, and we're looking at the last portion of that scripture. Uh, the Bible tells us in verse 41, they then, then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And they continued steadfast in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in the breaking of bread and in prayers. Then the Bible says in verse 44, and all that believed were together and, and had all things common. Verse 46 and they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. And uh, what a blessing to be a part of a local church. And I'm thankful that I am uh, part of the Tiftonia Baptist Church right here in the Lookout Valley area, right outside of the city of Chattanooga. And I hope and pray that I'm speaking to people today that you are a member of a good Bible-believing local church. The importance of being a part of a local church is so very important. And we've given all of those reasons, and of course, that's not an exhaustive list, but we gave several reasons on the last two previous podcasts, but we're just trying to talk to you and encourage you and how we can keep and maintain, strengthen our relationships within the church. So the first two episodes was basically the intro. And then also I dealt with just being steadfast. You have to be there. You've got to be steadfast, committed to God's word and, and to gather. And so we dealt with that all through the book of Acts chapter two, verses 41 through verse 43. But today I want to deal with something else that I believe is so very important as we think about our church family. We not only have to be steadfast, we have to be sensitive. You know, the Bible says here in verse 44, and all that believed were together and had all things common. And then verse 45 said, they sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. I'm going to tell you something. Notice that they were sensitive to each other's needs. And it's a good thing they were. Uh, might not have made it to the next generation if they weren't uh, sensitive to the needs of their church family, uh, the other Christians, their other brothers and sisters in Christ. And so that same uh, truth holds very true today. That principle must be held today. We must be sensitive um, to the needs of our church family. If we're going to have the right kind of relationships with anybody, friends, family, and of course, church family, we're going to have to be sensitive to their needs. So let me just show you a few things here that we'll find in this book in these few passages or these few verses. Number one, I find that they were gracious towards others. You know, a godly friend desires God's very best for the ones they're connected with. And I believe that ought to be true for sure with our church family. Uh, we ought to be sensitive to others' burdens. 
Uh, a real friend does not just look out for number one. We're sensitive to the people we love, the people we're connected with. Uh, you know, I heard this a long time ago, and it's very true. People don't know, they don't care what you know till they know that you care. That's so very true. Uh, you know, I believe our church has grown because there has been a neighborhood, uh, you know, uh, our local area that knows that there is a group of people here that cares. Uh, you know, we even uh, changed the theme of our church uh, when I came here years ago on just simply a church with a heart. We ought to have a heart for God. And if we have a heart for God, we'll have a heart for those who he died for, for those who he loved. And so, you know, we want the very best for people. And if we want the very best for people, then we ca we have to be sensitive to others. I think that's why in a church family, uh, funerals are very important. Uh, these are times that people realize that people truly care. Uh, when someone is sick, they realize if a church really cares. If something tragic happens in the community, I think the community needs to know that a church cares. I remember years ago, there was a little girl here in our community. She was tragically killed in a car accident. And I, I, I'm going to be honest, I'm glad I seen the whole community come together and showed this family that they cared. Uh, we had a dear young man in our church just last year uh, suffer brain bleeds. And uh, to be quite honest with you, he's a miracle. Uh, he's walking, he's talking, and uh, we know that God touched him. And we had a neighborhood prayer meeting here at our church uh, when Little Stone was uh, deathly ill and fighting for life. And many, many people in our community came here to pray for Stone. And so we've got to be gracious towards others. If we're going to maintain um, our relationships, strengthen our relationships in the church family, we've, we've got to care. We've got to be sensitive to others' needs, especially to those in the household of faith, the Bible says. So we ought to be gracious towards others. Not only gracious, but I'll, I'll show you something else here in this passage that is amazing. They were generous towards others too. The Bible says that they took all of their land and they sold their possessions and their goods and parted them. Think about that. I, I'm sorry, I said land, but I, the Bible says they sold their possessions and their goods. In other words, they didn't just say they cared. They showed they cared. You know, generosity impelled the early Christians to sell their goods to meet the other's needs of their church family. Generous with what? Their finances. Absolutely. They were generous with their finances. Yes, we should be generous with our finances. Uh, you know, how about our time? Are we generous with our time? Uh, you know, I believe the scourge of our day is everyone's busy. We all are busy, but are we too busy for people? Sometimes I get convicted by this. You know, uh, to be fair, uh, you know, we live in a day where the cell phone, you know, I, I was raised in the 80s, and so we wouldn't have known anything about what a cell phone was. But today we live in a day where at any moment someone can get in contact with you, and that's a good thing. But at times it's frustrating, and uh, I think I'm just speaking for everyone here. I've heard people say, man, we could go back to a time where we didn't have cell phones. But, you know, to be fair, we, we've got to be generous with our time, and we are all busy but are we too busy for people? And, uh, you know, the Lord convicts me in this because uh, we've got to give our time to people. And uh, how can we show someone we love them? We give them our time. Uh, you know, people want us, uh, you know, so we need to be generous towards others. Yes, with our finances. Yes, with our time. What about our attention? You know, um, 
look, there's so many people in the realms of our lives. And obviously, some people get more attention than others, and rightfully so. I understand that. Uh, but uh, we ought to do our best to try to give attention uh, to our church family. And uh, it's the same principle. Now, we know in this passage, they were generous with their goods and their possessions. And we can do the same. But I'll go a step farther. I think we ought to be uh, generous and sensitive to the time uh, that we share with people and also uh, the generosity that we share to people. So there's no doubt about it. If we're going to keep and maintain our church relationships, we've got to follow the church principles here in the book of Acts chapter 2. We want to be steadfast, and we want to be sensitive. But then the Bible tells us here in verse 46 that they were in singleness of heart. They were all together. Now, that was a picture of people who were unified, uh, they were absolutely, they weren't putting on, they were unified. They were, they really cared for one another. And by the way, their actions showed that because they parted their goods and possessions and gave to what every man needed. So their actions definitely uh, proved uh, their words. But when we think about if we're going to be singles of heart, there's one word that really characterizes that, and that would be unity. You know, a church should be unified, uh, unified. Uh, unity requires constant effort. So when someone says, well, I want to keep the right relationship with somebody, well, then what you're saying is you're going to work at it. We're going to work at it. You know, to, re to remain unified as a church family and to be fair, to be unified in any type of relationship is going to require constant effort. Let me just say this. It doesn't just happen. It doesn't just happen. What does it require? Well, it requires great effort. Hey, it requires humble hearts. No doubt about it. Um, it requires thick skin, <laughs> a tender heart. You better keep your heart tender, but your skin thick. Why? Because look, people are human and we're all going to make mistakes. And there is an opportunity and a possibility that even as a church family member, we can hurt someone. Not that we're desiring to do that, but it happens. And so we have to keep humble hearts, keep a, a thick skin. And let me give you another one that I think is very important. If you're going to maintain and keep your relationships right, in the church family, you're going to have to be willing to forgive. Uh, there's no doubt about it. We're going to have to learn to forgive. And to be fair, it's not something you learn. It's something you do. You forgive. And why do we forgive? Because we forgive because Christ has forgiven us. Amen. Well, I hope and pray that you're maintaining your relationships in all of your life. But specifically, we're looking at our church relationships and that is so very important today. So I pray God will help you. I pray God will help me. And I pray God will bless our church ministries. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening today. Our prayer is that this episode was a great encouragement to you. And we invite you to join us again next time for the blessing from the valley.